Ryan, Tony, and Chris We can't guarantee that you're gonna look great. But if you wanna stay in shape, well, you better hit the Chinwits. Chinwits. That's right, man. Welcome to the Chinwits Podcast. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic. And I'm Tony Marinucci, a.k.a. Tips with Tony, a registered dietitian. And we are the Jimwits. So, a couple days ago, I really felt like poo. I, was, uh, I had a headache. I was so tired, I could barely get out of bed. I was like, why am I so tired? And uh, this headache wouldn't go away. I, t- I drank water. I took, I, I took um, some Advil. And I was just like, tired and cranky. And... I realized something. I hadn't had any coffee. Hmm. So I immediately went in and I made myself a a nice double espresso. And within a matter of minutes, I was perky and feeling awesome. How do you feel, Tone? (laughs) (laughs) So he's rubbing it in because I'm trying to decrease the amount of caffeine that I've been consuming because I hit a tolerance that like... No matter how much I drink, nothing perks me up. Yeah. Nothing happens. And it's just really frustrating when you're trying to really build a business and work mm. really hard and you have no spurk of like, bo- like nothing. Nothing's coming out. So now you understand so now why, all like the, uh, <laughs> why all um, like, the, uh, like the, the Wall Street people during the 1980s did cocaine. <laughs> Eventually, sometimes I, coffee just doesn't cut it I anymore. It doesn't cut it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no, so I'm trying to decrease that, but obviously it's making me, I've noticed that like I actually, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a brat recently. Like I can't, I'm irritable, everything bothers me, my head hurts. This is a real struggle. So, but yeah, thank you for yeah. coming to my rescue because yeah. I'm breaking it by having espresso. I'm, I'm, right I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm your enabler. You're yeah. my enabler. No, but it should be easier to, to go decrease rather than cut cold turkey. Oh, yeah, I think absolutely. you're right in that. We'll try that. Absolutely. I'm honestly doing it so I can feel the effects again. Is that like, I sound like an addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well I went through that. Like I, I drank, used to drink about three to five, three to four cups a day. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped um, when I had this thing on my, in my mouth and like the doc, like I had oh, to yeah. go on antibiotics and the doctor's like, well, you know, you're going to have, you know, no caffeine. I was like, I can't do no caffeine. I can do one. And I've been pretty much good about one, except when I come here, actually, I'll probably have a second one. <laughs> so Justin, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> on Tuesdays sometimes because I get we, Justin, up. we see you once a week. It's all your fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, Ryan, Our send life. Tony the picture because uh, picture? Oh, okay, yeah, Ryan, oh. have a funny uh, here, send it to her. So. Well, I'll send yeah. Because uh, I wanted well, to. How about to I see send it. it when we're not recording? <laughs> oh no, no, because no, I wanted to see it now, or at least show her the picture because okay. it, it's sort of I funny. Think he wanted to discuss. I, I have a, I have a sort of a funny story. All right. Well, what's what's your story? So I realized that I I had sent out um you know I, the message, but I didn't realize Tony was coming. I thought you weren't coming today. Oh. And so then I said, oh, I'll be there at one. So now I start freaking out because I hadn't prepared to make Tony any lunch. And I'm like, oh, no, because I had prepared something that wasn't the healthiest for Ryan. And today is vegan day for me. So I had like some whatever is that I was going to eat. And um, oh, you said it. So, Tony, you can take a look. I'm waiting. It's Ryan's lunch right next to mine. So what I made for Ryan, I cooked him a ribeye steak and made him mashed potatoes. How was was the steak? It was good. (laughs) It was pretty good. And for me, I ate a bunch of peppers, cucumber, uh, some t- tortilla chips, some, some guac, and some hummus, and some carrots. Well, that was very nice of you. So that was my, uh, that was my lunch. So next to Ryan's, it actually kind of looks pretty funny. But I realized that I hadn't 
I, that Tony was coming today. So I was like freaking out. I was like, oh no, like because I now I have to impress Tony. I have to make her something. So I'm like starting to scramble. I'm like, what can I make her? Oh. What, how can I impress Tony, making her something like really healthy and good? And then she and so I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I got to run out to the store. I got to. And then uh, she says, oh, well, I won't have, uh, thanks for the lunch offer, but I will have already eaten by then, which you had in it anyway. Well, then, well I was <laughs> planning on it, but I had brought lunch with me. That's the thing. But thank you. I really appreciate that you were even tried. That was very <laughs> nice of you. So, But next time I'll, I'll, I'll make an awesome, but next time, Ryan, no, uh, no steak and potatoes while I eat, you know, <laughs> rabbit food. So <laughs> well, Whose fault is that? <laughs> exactly so next, next time I make lunch on Wednesday, it's vegan yeah. lunch. Okay. Great. <laughs> I'll eat before. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so I, I told. Well, you saw. Did you see the picture? I'm seeing it. Of my right, stitches. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, wait. The, oh no! Your stitches. My stitches. Yeah. No. I'm in. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Um, I was. Uh, I didn't post. I should. I was gonna post on the Jimwitz Facebook. I mean, on the Jimwitz Instagram. I didn't. Uh, should do that. But I. Um, yeah, I was. Send it to me. I'll do it right now. I uh, was I'm playing with my 3D printer. <laughs> my 3D printer. Wow. Uh, I was playing with my 3D printer, and I um, when like when you print stuff, like depending on how I don't, you know, not gonna get into a long description. But basically, you have to have support structures for certain parts, and there was support structure, but it was really like tie attached too well, and so I'm trying to remove uh -huh. it. And often you use it with like a box cutter, something like that, and so I um, I slice I sliced some of my my arm. Ugh. God, I can't talk today. I sliced some of my palm. So I, I had this nice clean slice. So my initial thought, and we were, we were going to see apartments, which is a whole other adventure for the last week. So we, you know, I realized, okay, I got to go see these apartments. Um, I'll just put some liquid glue. It was funny because when I opened it, it was like a nice clean slice. But you could, when I opened it a little bit, you could see like fat and stuff. So I was like, okay, this is pretty deep. Ew, but I was oh like, okay, gosh. well, we'll figure this out. Um, so I just kind of put liquid, liquid, uh, not a liquid glue, liquid bandage on it. And then um, I just went about my day. We looked at apartments and then the bandage, like the liquid bandage got hard, but it was just black, like with like just blood. And so at some point it's like, you know what? I'm, I got to go to the doctor. This is not looking good. So we go to the doctor and uh, the guys, you know, we go to CDMD and I was seen really quickly. And so the guy's like looking at my, at the liquid bandage. So he starts to peel off the liquid bandage and he was having a hard time. And then when he finally gets to peel it off, my, my hand starts squirting blood like oh, you'd see in a movie. Okay, we should probably put a warning on this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I should Yeah, maybe this. not. Uh, your, not your call. So so then it starts squirting. <laughs> it starts squirting now blood. Now everyone's going to want to see it. I'll post the lunch instead. Yeah. So it okay, starts okay. squirting blood. And then um he get, you know, they stop the bleeding. Lunch is more disturbing, actually. And then, me. then so then they got to stitch it up. And it's not, Alice. you know, it was... It was six stitches that, or five stitches that it took. So, but what happens is he he injects me with the Novocaine, which hurt like hell, or not Novocaine, the um, whatever the painkiller was, hurts like hell. But I guess because I was bleeding so much, the blood actually sh like flushed out the painkiller. So when he starts stitching me up, I felt every bit of that pain because it where there was no real painkiller there. So and then what made matters even worse was that I guess the liquid bandage messed up some of the skin. So the first two or three like stitches popped out and it was hilarious because like you know he's doing it and i'm looking away because i can't look and then i hear him i hear him go damn it and i'm like okay that's weird why, why is he saying damn it then i, then I hear it again like damn it's it horrifying. then then like a minute later i hear him like he curses and i was like what that like my doctor shouldn't be cursing and he's like yeah i'm sorry look there's something wrong with this liquid bandage it really messed up your skin i gotta go deeper and so it just it just hurt like hell and oh there was my no God, pain that sounds i mean there was no horrifying. um painkiller so it was not fun, but now my hand's all stitched so, up. So now you got a, a little taste of what it was like to be a soldier in the Civil War. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Did I ever yeah. tell you guys about the thing when, that I had to get the cyst on my head removed? Did we ever talk about that? No. It was a very traumatic experience. I'm afraid of needles. But okay, yeah. It's yeah. still, either way, you could hear them scalp, like going on my <sighs> scalp. You're awake. They put, a, they put like, they make you numb, but you're you still, you can yeah. hear it. It's like a local anesthesia. It's it's horrifying. Yeah. I was actually traumatized that day. Uh, yeah, it took so me weird. an None entire day. bother me. I had a legitimate anxiety attack so much so that I was like, I was like, can I call my sister? They like gave me. They didn't the give phone. you a volume or something. I I should have. I never knew I was gonna react that way. But yeah. it's really um, not fun, and that sounds horrifying. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah yeah my my experience like that of a, a soldier. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was but it's fine. It's like actually healing up pretty well a couple days in, it's good can you get and, back to uh, trainings pretty soon yeah i can train now oh, yeah. i just can't i can't use my left hand until oh my gosh that's for like 10 days so it's not that bad it could be worse there, there, i had a funny moment i had to have like uh, a a minor surgical procedure uh on my scalp and uh the doctor i was like oh wait when so when can i get back to doing you know athletics and you know stuff like that and he was like, well, you know, you could pretty much do anything after two weeks, a week or some, something like that. He's like, uh, he's like, you know, unless, of course, you know, you're like a cage fighter or <laughs> something like that. And I was like, oh, no, I am. He's, and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like laughing it up. And then I'm like, no, no, really? And he <laughs> could not, like, you don't expect doctors to laugh like yeah. they giggle, but he started cracking up because it was legitimately funny to him. Like, oh, granted, I am not a cage fighter. Like, I train. You, you combat sports. I combat sports. But it, it was just, it, it was just funny. I couldn't resist saying it, and he yeah. he could not stop laughing. Yeah. He was cracking up, and he like and I saw him, you know, later at, at some point on around the street, and he was still laughing. So that was a funny moment. He wasn't expecting that. But. Yeah. So, but good, you can get back to training. Yeah, and I'm looking for apartments, and that's been annoying. You know, as, as it that's is. That's probably they, worse they kinda, than the cut. Yeah, they catch you. They they try to catch you. You know, a it's like you just realize like in pictures how things are just kind of misrepresented. Like, you know, they they and then they do the whole the the. What is it called? The net effective rent. Have you dealt oh, with yeah. that before? So like basically it'll say like the rent is, you know, let's say 2600 a month or something. And so you're like, okay, you know, if so we're looking for a three bedroom in a decent part of New York. So like, or, you know, it's, it's, let's say that that's rent we're looking for. Right. But then when you go there, like, okay, well it's actually like $3,000. It's just that you're going to get one month, three one one month free. So the actual rent is, you know, the effective rent is, you know, 2,600, but you know, the rent is really 3000, which is like, okay, whatever, you know, over the course of a year lease, you're still only paying the 26 or 2700. But the problem is that when you go for renewal, which I don't want to renew, I'm not going to move out in a year. You're renewing from that higher number. You're not renewing from the you know 2600 that you thought yeah, you're renting yeah. at. So that part's just a little bit annoying and just a bunch of bait and switches. You call looking at one place like, oh, I don't have that place anymore, oh, but I got this place. You call up, they're like, oh, we yeah. don't have, we just got rid of that place. Yeah, It's kind of like whenever you call up the pizza place to see if you, where your pizza is, they always say, oh yeah, it just left. Or like we're getting, yeah, yeah how ironic. So we're getting like a hard sell now on a couple places where, you know, we, we like them, but there's some things wrong, so we're still looking. And the, you know, one person, and it's like early on, you know, it was in a good apartment, and uh, the person was like, "Yeah, well, you got to do it soon because I have a lot of people that want this place." But you know, I like you guys, so I was like, "Okay, 
Um, but then a couple days later, I got an e- another text. I'm like, huh, if you're trying to rent apartments, like you don't care who rents it. You're just trying to get your fee. So this is sketchy. And then, and then, so oh, then, look, you want to rent someone who's somewhat, yeah, 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 yeah. someone, but like, you don't, then right. don't tell that person, don't push that person. Like, don't be like, Hey, we got people right away. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, so finally I sent an email like, Hey, look, I, you know, I really appreciate your patience. Um, it, we, we need more time. Like there are a couple, you know, things we don't love about the place and we'd like to keep looking and, you know, if, look, if it gets rented, that's great. You know, if not, then we can touch base in a week or so. But then I get another email like, you know, I have people I'm waiting for, you know, you're waiting to look at it, but I really like you guys. So what's your answer? And it's like, well, I gave you my answer. Like, we need a week. You know, if you got to rent it, rent it. But, you know, we're, you know. Yeah, that sort of thing annoys me. It it actually pushed me out of uh, getting a membership at at my local Equinox. I was going to do it. You know, it's expensive, but whatever. It's like, I, you know, I I just wanted to, I was, I was in, I was in the area for a few months at the time. I was like, all right, why don't I just get a nice membership at, at Equinox? And, um, and uh, I just the, the the sales staff there. I was like, look, I'm here to to buy it, and they're they're like pushing me in 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 ways that really rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, yeah. look, clearly I I know what a gym is. I know the value of Equinox. I'm here because I want to join, right? You didn't have to go through this whole big sale. Like they were like, oh, congratulations, and I'm like, congratulations for what? It's like, oh, you just passed the first part of our interview. <laughs> what interview? I'm like, what this that I'm here right now. Like just talking to you—that's an interview, and it, it was just like it, it just reeked of these sale, these procedures that they teach their their sales department. Like go through this, but without realizing one of the most important things with sales is you sell to the customer. So like a good salesman will pick up on what the like the personality of the customer and sell to those qualities. So if you're trying to sell to to someone, now granted there are certain sales. Uh, procedures and, and certain general uh, theories when it comes to selling, but that's a big thing. You don't sell in a way to someone who you know that's going to turn you know it's going to turn them off, and that's exactly what they did. And just out of spite, I said, "I'm not interested anymore," and I left. So yeah, I think with uh, you know with, with sort of mid, mid, middling salespeople or brokers or whatnot, they don't they don't realize who they're dealing with, right? That's a big part of it. I guess Tony, you're not in New York, so you never had to deal with. Um, with uh, yeah. with uh, with New York's with New York City uh, um, real estate brokers, have you? Is it same up up even in the burbs? It's similar. Um. Well, you actually, know, like, my first I lived in Brooklyn. Oh, oh so you did? Apartment. Oh, I thought you know. Oh, yeah, so you, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you and know I've all had about experience it. Yeah. Experience. Just in general, I think it's anywhere. Like she's from the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it changes once you get out no, of New York. Yeah. It's it's um, way different. Like the city is the yeah. worst. Uh, you know, it's it's just it's it's definitely an annoying process. And then the, I just I get annoyed with like the things that. The way it looks like on the computer, no. it never really looks yeah. like that in person. I no, hate that sure. so much. Yeah, well, actually, um, we, we, we found a place we really, really like that kind of did look the way it looked in the, you know, it, um, on the screen. The only issue, because we actually saw it, like, I was looked at a bunch of places, like, so I'm in, in an area of Queens where they're just aren't that many apartments available and a lot of them don't want dogs. So we're having a really hard time finding a good place. So we expanded our le- our look. You know, there are a few things kind of location-wise that we really need. We need to be really close to a train. We need it to be quick to the city. But we found, um, that, you know, a couple areas of Brooklyn that actually work really well and are within our price range. But 
a lot of the built a lot of the apartments are either just not what they appear on the screen and you can then see when you're there it's like the way they shot it made it look you know it was just so manipulative that I almost, like even if I like the place I wouldn't want to go because it's like you're just trying to manipulate me but like the buildings some of the some of them are just disgusting old rundown buildings but they renovated the apartment and you know or just like some of the neighborhoods and you know so we finally found a really nice place that was you know fits the bill it's a little more than we want to spend but um, and it's a little smaller, like the, like the living area is really big, but the, yeah, the living area is really big, but then the bedrooms are kind of smaller than we want. So now we have to figure out how we're going to fit a king size bed into the room. So I have to like do some measurements and oh my figure God. out that it's going to You know what we got to, you know, that way, but that gets filed under, right? Yeah. First to the problems. max. Every, yeah, absolutely. Oh, how are we going to fit our king size yeah. bed? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh my um, God. so, but <laughs> But then if we don't, then we got to sell it or, or get rid of it and then buy another oh, one. No, no, Which, hey, point, I am not no. rich. So <laughs> buying a freaking bed um, is, is not, a, it's not cheap. Moving is not cheap. No. I just you know. bought a bed. Yeah. There's a, there's a place in the Bronx that's like pretty good. You can get like really good things for like a little cheap, but they're good quality stuff. Okay. And they move and they move you into like they'll do it, put it together, all that stuff. They, what what's the name of the place? Or, it's kind of like not. I don't even know if it has a okay. name. <laughs> <laughs> where where do they get their? Uh, but it's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might be. It's like a it's like a like I have a false temper like it's not a temper yeah. but it is in temper Yeah, like a well, little knockoff, but like it's comfortable. Depending on whether or not we find. Well, I don't know if I. I, I this might be a tough sell for my wife, but depending yeah. on whether or not we can fit this bed in there, we may, I may be uh, contacting you about your, your yeah. connection. Yeah, um, I don't even know the address. I just drive that, there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's no mattress. <laughs> you know, free bed bugs included. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's nice. And then obviously whatever you don't find there, you get, you can like, they have catalogs and stuff. And they could order it for you. Nice. Um, do they, have the, do they have the auto uh, shop equivalent? Probably right down the street, right? The what, what do you mean by auto shop? Like what? the you know, like the, the the special place where you get the car. Oh, that, you know, oh no, no, no! At a discount rate. I don't rate. know. That's <laughs> funny. No, well, listen. Here's the thing, though. We are at different stages in our lives. Like I'm like one above IKEA. You're probably the I'm like you're probably like above that. Like you probably no. no. We we're, were just looking at IKEA stuff today. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, we're we're firmly implanted. Like no, no, so I, 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 I also. Like what you I'll get when you're, you know, you're not going to be keeping I, it long term. It's like, you know, when I first yeah. got my first apartment, I'm not trying to spend a lot of money on a bed, like, you know, all that stuff. You're just trying to get yourself some things until you're more yeah. financially stable. So that's, that's the really issue. So, so we, I like, Ikea is great for that kind of stuff. Cause I've never moved in a situation where like, we're going to be here for long term. Right. So, and, and then Ikea also has, it's just easy, attackable. Like I can you know, take things and make what I need out of it. So the thing is like, we, we, we have like our bedroom is actually like really nice furniture, but now we so now we have to figure out what to do with that stuff because like we if we can't fit the you know the bed which because we and not that we did we just we didn't anticipate this problem of like so when we moved there it was like okay right, well we'll get a really nice bedroom set and for what it's worth we were there for at least you know we at least had this bedroom set for at least four or five years so it, you know it's fine but you know now yeah it's like okay now we got to move all this stuff and it may not fit we didn't you know didn't consider like when you're moving in the city yeah. especially outside of like certain areas like just places are small. Um, so yeah, we have to have to make that work. But but a lot of my other stuff is IKEA. I just like, I like IKEA stuff. Now, granted, like if I was gonna buy a place, like probably yeah. not. But yeah. otherwise, like it works for me, and, and and it works. It's functional, I guess. But um, uh, does like will IKEA put things together or no? No, they won't. But I like doing that. I like you. I like yeah, so you're together. good at that. Yeah, yeah, I really actually good. will never. I thought I could like be that person, and I did. I'm I mean, I put together yeah. all my stuff like from my first bedroom set in Brooklyn. I did it all by myself, but like that stuff fell apart. Yeah. Like I didn't do a good job. 
I should have just had my dad come yeah. over. And well, that's the other thing. That that is the thing with IKEA is like a lot of this stuff is not very movable. So like for example, yeah. I have a lot like there, there's certain those cube kind of bookcases are great and those will move well. But a lot of their other things like we have we have some furniture from IKEA that we already know it's like all right that's not coming. I mean partially because we just have to scale down. Like we have to we're, we're going from a lar- really large apartment to you know, possibly like a much smaller place so we're gonna have to get rid of a lot of stuff anyway and a lot of the ikea stuff is not going to survive a move mm. so that's you know another another consideration but um mm-hmm. I, we, it, we so we t- so i don't know if you you can share your anecdote but uh, we, it was you know we were talking earlier about um about value and i think just think it's an interesting thing to share um about kind of our services so yeah we're gonna we've been talking about value anyway a lot of today we always talk about but, value yep you know, it, it's interesting, like in, in, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I guess, you know, if you, Justin and Tony, if you want to share too, um, even if, you know, if it's a different anecdote, like what, what, you know, how we, I guess how people kind of devalue what we do. Sometimes, de- I think and, pe- I, and I actually think people devalue almost everything. Yeah, so, so yeah, nowadays. and it's not, it's a large thing. So I, I feel like cause a lot of times, like someone will want a deal or they'll want something. And, and it's not that I think that they've done the mental calculation of, okay, he does this much and he has this education, so I think he's only worth, you know, $20 or whatever. Or what, but, but it's just, it's interesting that people don't take that, like, kind of val- other people's value into consideration especially when it's a service you know you find it more if you're buying something i guess if it's in a store if there's a price attached to it there's seems to be like a hard thing attached to it where if it's you getting a service from me um there's this idea that well i can always negotiate with you like you can't negotiate with the the you know with with best buy you know but it's actually not true you can yeah but believe it or not people don't know that you can in fact that wouldn't that that's would seem to be the the better option to negotiate with the uh you know companies that can afford to yeah but you can't negotiate <laughs> you know but but they'll and it happens like often with me i'm sure it happens with you i'm sure it happens with you tony like where people just uh, you know and, and uh, you want to one you wonder what the you know what's going on in their head if they just don't value the service or if they, it's genuinely like i can't afford it but i really want it maybe you'll make an exception for me but um have you guys experienced that you know like with 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 uh the, the yeah, kind of all the time. is it often or do you find that like like how frequently of, of every lead you have do you feel they try to kind of um, negotiate with you or w- negotiate down your service uh, for both of you guys since you're both freelancers. Well, people, I wouldn't say, I don't, they don't really negotiate so much versus they might um, kind of expect it to be lower or like, oh. or even the opposite. Actually, rather recently, I'm getting a lot of people who are really, really want to work with me, but right off the bat, they're saying, but I don't think I can afford you. And it's kind of a compliment because it's true. Like they know that they're going to get a valuable service. Um, But at the same time, it's just interesting because, I mean, I don't know how, where their money's going and what they're spending their money on and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, a a nutrition program or like taking uh, music lessons, right? These are things that you learn a skill and they set you up for a lifetime. So there's a return on the investment. It's not an expense. I think a lot of people, I'll get the excuse. So I just don't want to, that's not an expense I want to go like do right now. It's like, it's really not an expense. An expense is something like a car. A car depreciates in value uh, the second you start to drive it. You're never gonna really going get, to get back what you put into it. You spend it. You use it. It's useful to you. Um, but it really, there's nothing that's coming back to you versus spending money on something. You mean financially coming back. Financially coming back, yeah. Of course, usage you know, is a different thing. But you mean like yeah. you're going to try to resell the car or something right, like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so... Like that's money that's that's going away. I actually have someone, somebody who was very honest and was, was told me that 
you know, they they could they didn't have the money to work with me um, because they just got like a Mercedes and their car payment was like 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 something some crazy amount. I can't remember the exact number, like four or five hundred dollars a month or something. And it's like, OK, um, I mean, whatever, my pro- my programs are around that amount, right, per month. So it's kind of just like, okay, so you'll spend that money on a car, <laughs> but you won't spend that money on your health, yeah. right? And it's a lease vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're not, you know, it just, it just doesn't add up. Which, br- just, which brings about a different concept of value of, of, of what other people uh, feel is important when it when it comes to value. So now, as, I guess the question... Like, so, so what were you going to say? So I've, I've quite, uh, my question would be then as a service... So I always feel like we're not... I'm not a salesman. I don't want to sell you on personal training. So when we talk, like I am selling you, but I don't want you, it to come across that way. So I, I tend to be more reserved in my approach and I kind of share what I can do, how things will work, but I kind of stop there. I try not to do the hard sell or, you know, for a number of reasons. I think one is I don't think I'm good at it. One, two, I'm, I don't like it. I don't want to come across. There's a bit of self-conscious, being self-conscious um, as well and being kind of um, found out um, or exposed. But it, is that then a fault in us as like service providers yes. that we're not 150% explaining to the person why there's value in what we do versus maybe, you know, I think getting a car, but then does that, how do you do that without coming across as just trying to sell them? So here, so there's, it's definitely two layers to that. So part of it is our fault because you have a solution, right? Ryan, what you do is so, so important and so helpful. So you can call it sales or you can call it providing a service. Either way, you're helping someone have more energy, be more present with their children, prevent things like high cholesterol, high blood pressure. You're getting them to be more pro- more active. Like you really are helping them. They feel like crap. And because they start getting in a normal exercise regimen, feeling confident about themselves, that's amazing what you do and so by you either not explaining that enough or not trying to sell them or trying to get them to sign up you're basically not getting them to a point where you can be change their life mm-hmm. so part of it is on you and i same thing with me sometimes i find like i don't explain it maybe i don't explain it well enough i don't really get them to understand that this is important but then the other side of it too is like there's either whether it's fear or not just va- not really maybe they don't really want to change or maybe there really is no value in health or maybe they really don't see that um, a lot of times people think like think like okay I need to get my fa- finances together and then I'll invest in something mm. like nutrition or fitness and stuff like that not recognizing that if they did it sooner they would save a lot of time money and probably get out of debt a lot faster yeah. but that's a whole other conversation yeah. <laughs> but you know but like so I think it's definitely both parts I think a yeah. lot of it is our own responsibility probably not doing a great enough job explaining the program and being confident enough to know we know that we can help them um, but then the other part is this person just might not quite really get it or maybe doesn't want to change or is a fear is has fear of, of changing an interesting thing that i've learned from being from sort of having my own business and being you know my own independent contractor and everything like that uh is is not to negotiate that much i'm, I'm up to negotiations within reasons like if someone is going to to say look this is what i can afford then i might i might make an agreement saying okay so if you do it on on this time when it's you know convenient for me to do it where i'm not losing money doing it and if you we work on this schedule and we sign you know something like that where it works mm-hmm. then to me that's reasonable 
uh, for me, the problem that I've gotten into in the past is sort of these back and forth negotiations where someone wants it for less money than they want it at a different time, then they want to do this, and they want to do that, right? One thing I've learned is just to not, just not deal with those people, right? Yeah. And um, once you are further on in your career, you don't have to deal. Like when you're sort of coming up, you're starting something new, you, you kind of have to take on almost everything because you need to build up a client list, you need experience, you need money, you need all these sorts of things. And um, so you have to sort of take a lot of the, um, you know, eating crow type of jobs where you're dealing, you know, constantly hunting people down. Sometimes you have to, you're hunting people down for money that they owe you, mm-hmm. right? Which, is, which is, is a big pet peeve of mine where someone makes it seem like they're doing you a favor by paying you for a service that you've given them. Have you ever experienced that, Ryan? Where like someone will owe you and then like it's sort of a little pulling teeth to get them to finally pay you, yeah. right? And they just don't want to do it or they're avoiding you. They're like, all right, I'll pay you, right? And, and finally you get them to do it and then they, they, they sort of act in a way like they're doing you a favor yeah. by paying you. Like that's a pet peeve of mine mm-hmm. when, when people act that way. So if you're paying for a service, please don't do that, right? It's a, a, a way to, it spreads bad vibes. It's just really a way to, to annoy the person who's providing you with the service. Yeah. So uh, then eventually we sort of learn to um, just not deal with those people because yeah. as much as we want to help people and we want to uh, provide the service we provide, we love doing it. If there are some people that are just, for whatever reason, not willing to do it, not willing to commit to it, not willing to pay for it, or a combination of, of everything. So <laughs> I yeah. know it's just just part of the game, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like, all right, I'm going to share one more thing, and then we can move on, whatever we have yeah. going on today. I wonder if people enjoy hearing us rant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Please let us know if you like hearing us rant. <laughs> Because I feel we've been ranting a lot. Yeah. But I shared this with you guys before, um, and I just I really think it's very interesting. And so, um, I just on my on my podcast, Tips with Tony, I have an interview uh, with one of my clients, and his name's Raphael, and he's really really awesome. And I actually worked with him last year when I worked for my other job, and the other job that I worked at. It was a um, basically they paid me a salary and I provide free nutrition services for those who came into the in there. But my counseling, my responsibilities there were more than just counseling. I had a lot going on, so I couldn't have like weekly appointments with a with a person. It would be really difficult. Um, You know, when someone has to travel to a location, they might not come in as frequently, whether it's like work meetings or weather, um, you know, things kind of happen. So when we were working together, like he would be successful and then he'd kind of stop coming in and then fall off track and go back on and you know the thing is is to be honest when when that's I have a lot of other responsibilities and I had a lot of clients it's a free service I don't get comments it sounds crazy my compensation doesn't change no matter how many times you see me or don't so in that setting I'm not like one to be on top of that of everyone like come in come in come in it's a free service you take advantage of it or you don't Anyways, fast forward to now, I had left that position and he really um, was still interested in working with me and he he knew that he, he actually, he had stopped coming to see me at that location and his weight went up to almost 400 pounds and... I told him, I said, listen, like there's there's somebody else you can go see there. Uh, but honestly, I think I, I know you well at this point. I think what you need is you've always the most successful you've been is when we would see each other more frequently. 
you kind of at this point know what to do. You need the accountability. So you need someone to, to check in with every single week. You need someone to be able to communicate with you in between calls. This is what's going to really help you. And when I when I presented him the prices, um, he was just like, I really don't know how I'm going to make this work. I know that I want to make it work. So regardless, he I, you know, I, I said, look at your finances, find find it cut back on things, whatever you have to do, make this work for you. He's committed. It's been maybe not even two months. He's down 40 pounds. He's killing it. He's, this is, I know for a fact that his habits are changed. He feels better. And honestly, nothing really changed other than the fact that he paid. So he paid attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people kind of miss is if you don't put your money towards the things that you value. And if you expect to change without putting any sort of, there's nothing, if you had to spend like $10 a month, like, you know, Planet Fitness is a good example. How many people listening to this probably just have that automatically coming out of their bank account and they never actually go to the gym, yeah. right? But if you had to pay something for like lifetime, you're paying 150, 160, however much of it is a month, you're probably going to get there, yeah. right? You're going to show up because it's something that is, you know, you don't want it to, to kind of just to be a waste. So, um, kind of, I just wanted to share that because I felt like it was important. If we're talking about value, you know, sometimes too, paying helps you to work harder. There's probably a good chance that you've, that you've saved him. I don't know if you saved him cause he's still, maybe it's, he's still net paying something, but you probably helped him to cut back on certain expenses. Like if, he was, you know, b- you know, buying a, uh, a couple of expensive coffees, you know, mm-hmm. maybe uh, different sorts of foods that that are unhealthy, and he was spending money on it extra. Yeah. So, right, you probably helped him with that as well. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about, um, I mean, one example of that is, you know, he never, he kind of was that that a lot of people do this where they don't really eat all day and then they overeat at night. Um, and they usually order something not great. And, you know, that's kind of normal and what people do. And so you end up you don't realize it. But throughout the day, you're not eating breakfast. Then you you pick up, say, a Snickers bar or a chocolate bar or something like that. You're paying for that. You're paying for a coffee you're paying for a tea, whatever it is. And then you order, say, pizza or Chinese food or whatever that is. You know, you're spending money on food every single day. That's not providing your body any sort of like nutrition or return. Um, and then obviously you're going to just stay in that cycle versus buying food, cooking it, preparing it, planning ahead, knowing that you like certain, like maybe protein bars or granola bars or, or nuts and seeds or whatever, and then buying them in bulk on Amazon. Like there's so many ways to go about saving your day to day finances. But then also just, I mean, if you think about it to be at 400 pounds, just continue on that route. You're there. You're, it's almost it's honestly like the likelihood of him developing diabetes, high blood pressure, having to spend medication. Some diabetes medications is like $500 a month. You know, like that would have happened sooner rather than later. And now he doesn't, ha- he won't have to worry about that. It's, it's hard. Um, that sort of goes to the, uh, a little bit to the, the future self episode, which is a really good one if you guys haven't listened to it. It's it's the concept of putting things on your future self. I'm going to get healthy in the future. Well, this sort of is, by being very unhealthy in the present, is putting a tremendous tax uh, financially, health-wise, happiness-wise, on your future self, right? Um, anything from having to spend on medications or maybe having to uh, spend more on insurance premiums, mm-hmm. having to... Um, pay a, a lot of money in car fare going mm-hmm. back and forth from the hospital like things that people don't even don't even think about 
uh, expenses that will come up that are due to their health. Yeah. Right. So, and it's it's an investment. Right, as you yeah. mentioned, it's an investment, and I always say every time you work out, every healthy meal that you eat is like putting money in the health bank. Yeah, you know, so for later in life when you're going to need it. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. All right, so um, uh, p- uh, sort of part two of our discussion that will definitely release them consecutively. Uh, the last one was the health halos, where foods that were often uh, considered healthy. Um, may not be as healthy as as, as the perception of them are. Now, to, uh, today we're going to do the opposite. We're going to do the health pitchfork, right? <laughs> so I know, uh, you know, imagine the, the little angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. I couldn't think of anything else that was the opposite of a halo. So like the pitchfork, the devil's pitchfork was the closest thing I could think of. A little on the of. nose, but huh? a little on the nose for you. All right. Cleverer than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I look, it was just, you know, I, But um, all right, so uh, today we're going to discuss foods that often get a bad rap, but are not necessarily all that unhealthy for you. Yeah. Now, of course, as we know, a lot of it is based on context of how you're eating the foods. Um, But yes, so these are foods that are not necessarily as bad as uh, as they might be uh, perceived as. So, what's the first one on? Well, the first one I've got on the list, and then um, obviously this is. Tony will be giving giving most of the information on these. Um, I've got eggs on the list. So yeah, I think we've we've probably spoken about oh, this yes. like a thousand yeah. times before. A lot of people were avoid eggs because the yolk has a lot of uh, cholesterol, and so there's this concept that and and it used to say like studies showed that like cholesterol. We believed that eat, consuming excess cholesterol raised cholesterol in the body, but more and more studies are starting to show that it's more about things like trans fat and possibly even sugars and just oh, not a great diet overall or lack of dietary and fiber. Course, too. So, I mean, there's so many other factors and actually it's not the cholesterol in food that actually yeah. raises cholesterol in the body. Um, so, so yeah, so when people avoid eggs, there is really no need to. I will say if you're trying, if you're someone who's trying to like get your protein up and keep your fats low, you know, then you might want to just, that's when you might do like just egg whites and just do one or two eggs depending like if you're tracking, but there's really no reason um, to not eat eggs. Um, if yeah, so, if you um, want to. Well, uh, I don't know if you'll remember this tone, but in the in the in the 1990s, there the the I big was born in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you probably I don't know if I mean look, you were around then, but I don't know if these are something that you would have uh, uh, you would have picked up on. Uh, there w- it was anywhere from zero to nine. Zero so to I nine. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but in the, in the 1990s, there was the the the, the popular. Uh, food, fat, especially for the first half, and then before before carbs became the enemy, um, yeah. fat was the enemy. Oh, yeah. It was all yeah, yeah. about fat. So eggs are somewhat high in fat, right, and cholesterol. Yep. So uh, they became the uh, well. The cholesterol enemy. gets stored in fat, so yeah, it yeah. Ha- so that one doesn't come without the other. Yeah. No. No. Sure. Yeah. So and of course with, with it came all the the fat free cookies, which. You know, as we all know, are probably the one of the worst things that you can eat, mm. packed with you know tons of sugar and chemicals and all sorts of awful stuff. That's how so, hydrogenated oils came about. Uh, yes, yeah. and it's funny because even then, I I always knew 
with eggs. I was like, really? This is an unhealthy food, yet you're you're selling me something that was made, you know, in a lab mm-hmm. with all sorts of crap mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. and you're telling me that this is okay to eat? Mm. Yeah. I always knew it was funky. But all right, so not just being unhealthy, but our eggs eggs are healthy, right? Yeah, they're, they're definitely actually, a yeah, really good actually. Thing to eat. So the, the yolk itself is a great source of vitamin D and vitamin B12. Um, which is obviously really important to consume. Actually, almost, I don't, we were going to do a separate podcast on this because I want to do a little bit more research. But about 40 to 45% of Americans are actually vitamin D deficient, and the yolk is a great source of that. Um, vitamin B12 is really important, especially if you are doing sort of like a vegetarian slash vegan or like plant-based sort of diet, like incorporating the egg yolk and you, if you are in consuming eggs um, would be a good source of vitamin B12 if you, maybe you don't do like things like chicken, fish, and beef and stuff like that um so um well uh, the other issue with eggs as it does with almost uh, anything um animal based or non-organic is these concepts of uh hormones and antibiotics and stuff like that uh as far as you know what is the the uh is there any effect i know that this is opens a floodgate that's enormous. Yeah, but that might yeah. be just, beyond the just scope as, of this I'm just curious of, 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 of very briefly, mm-hmm. it, do we know any, like, from what you know? There's nothing, there's no hard facts or science or anything that's showing that there, there are hormones in certain eggs are going to be higher than others, and that's going to affect your overall health. Okay. So. So, well, we could maybe have a discussion about yeah, that another time. Yeah, I would definitely. Actually, <laughs> Ryan's like, let's, let's yeah, that's hear just, like, way that's clear like this one right topic. now. That's But we could, yeah, yeah. we could go into that in we another should. time. We should definitely should. Yeah. So what? So similar to eggs, uh, other foods that may be high in cholesterol, uh, like uh, shrimp or um, organ meat, like a chicken liver, mm-hmm. also have a similar rap for being unhealthy or high in cholesterol. Like I actually heard that that livers were really nutritious. Like they have good stuff in there. You know, they might be high in cholesterol, but there was like iron and other potentially very nutritious uh, elements to those foods. So what about some of those as well, like shrimp, organ meat? Yeah, like so well, so organ meat, I'd have to double check, but I think you're right. I'm pretty sure the great source of it is iron. I want to say magnesium, but I could mm. completely be making that up. I'd have to look it up for sure. Um, so from a nutrition standpoint, it's going to be... Um, it's going to be nutritious. I just don't eat liver, but if people wanted to, it's fine. Same thing with, and then shrimp is going to be a lot, a lot leaner. So although it has cholesterol, it's very low in fat. So it's actually a great source of protein. Um, I will say with any sorts of, of meat, it's really about your cooking method. Mm. So if you fry anything, that's how we're going to get more. That could potentially raise your cholesterol consuming a lot of fried foods. Um, you know, if you what are you cooking it with? Like, is it loads of like cheese and butter and like sauces or is it more just like, you know, like garlic and olive oil and grilled or baked or broiled? You know, those are going to be definitely better ways of cooking to um, make that a, a healthier option. Ryan, you can't eat shrimp, right? Nope. Why Can you eat any you shell? Allergic? Allergic? Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, what else do we have on the list? All right. So uh, this one um, is a curious, interesting for me. I'm interested to hear. I, you know, tofu. So, um, Typically, I've thought of tofu as being considered healthy, but uh, maybe I'm out of the loop on it. So, so I would so with so basically, what I get a lot of people will say to me is they don't eat. Maybe we should just say soy in general. Yes, okay, maybe that's fair. Yes, soy. Mm. So, like that soy um, has estrogen, so it will put someone at risk for breast cancer or men. Oh my gosh, so many men will tell me that I don't eat any soy products because it'll give me man boobs. Um, So here's the thing. 
there's 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 soy like in the whole form from like a soybean like edamame then there's tofu which is like slightly processed but not so much um it's usually fortified with things like calcium and vitamin d which is good and then there's like soy lecithin which is added as a preservative and so obviously when it when something's like it's going to be in some of your foods but if most of your foods have pack are packaged like that's when we're not you don't want to have that sort of soy um but in general like if you are someone who has a history of breast cancer and you have a BRAC1 gene, I would understand not wanting to eat something that has estrogen that could possibly feed that. However, it really is unclear right now. So I don't want to say yes or no. If like I, someone doesn't feel comfortable consuming that and they have a history of breast cancer and that runs in their family, then they, you know, if they want to avoid it, I'm all for it. There's other st- studies that are showing that actually consuming things like tofu, soy milk, so edamame, like the soy in a more whole form, it actually can prevent a lot of different sorts of, a lot of different forms of cancer, probably because it is plant-based and because it has dietary fiber. Um, and even showing that people who are postmenopausal may benefit from having a little bit of that estrogen. It's not like an excessive amount. It's not like you're taking any sort of, you know, if you're just having, you know, a half a block of tofu, or you guys know I eat like a full block of tofu <laughs> sometimes, like I'll just like eat it, whatever like then and your the rest of your diet's balanced and it's really not something um that's going to be detrimental to your health all right so next i have on the list um potatoes ah, potatoes so i think because it's a starch maybe that's why people think that it's not good for them well, what's what's also probably the most popular method of consuming potatoes in this country? Well, in the yeah, States. if you're eating French fries, then it's not going to be good for you. But an actual like a baked potato, I recommend that a lot to mm. a lot of my clients because the the fiber, the potassium, um, it's wholesome, it's simple. So it's actually, and especially if you're working out, it's like a great thing to consume. A lot of people I know will do like sweet potatoes instead. So sweet potatoes are going to have more vitamin A. They won't have as much as potassium, but they're still a good source of potassium. Um, they have a little bit more fiber. So but yeah, I mean, there's so many different varieties of potatoes. It really goes down to like if you're frying it, obviously not going to be that great for you. But you're leaving it whole in the whole form, baking it, keeping the skin on. That's really important for the fiber. Um, it's a really excellent source of potassium and other nutrients as well. So let's say like a, a nice big... Idaho potato. How many calories is in that? Um, I would actually, I would have to do the math. I think it's like one thirty. I'd have to. All right, so it's not a. It's, so for some, so even if it's a even if it's two hundred calories, right? That, that would probably be a large. That's in it, even for large. That's getting uh, a lot of bang for your two hundred calories because right, that is a, a filling. It's all about quality right? of calories over, you know. Quality over quantity. So really, potatoes is in, a, in a, almost a strangely low-calorie food. I don't know if you'd say low-calorie, so but not high-calorie as people might think it is. Yeah, so a small baked potato has about 130 calories, while a large baked potato up to 4 inches in diameter can have about 275 calories. And I think that, and I, I literally just looked that up, so I don't even know if it's a reliable resource, but off the top of my head, that sounds about right. About right. Um which makes sense because about an ounce of starch is equivalent to like 80 calories. So that makes sense. Um, but like anything, it's how you cook it. And what are you putting on the baked potato, right? Mm. Are you putting cheese and bacon and lots of lots of butter? Um, you know, or you do, you know what I love to do? I'd love to do um, Greek yogurt instead of sour cream. Mm. It's a great alternative, mm. actually. Nice. But yeah, so 
potatoes are completely fine to consume like anything it's all about portions and you know balance and your cooking methods uh, but yeah there's it has this bad reputation but honestly there's they're they're great cool so next on the list uh bananas uh-huh. Which I love bananas, and I've yeah. I've but they have to hear so much lately. sugar. Yeah, Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> how can you eat bananas when they have so much sugar? <laughs> no, so yeah, honestly, uh, people have actually like said that that oh, same yeah. tone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so the thing is, why bananas have a bad reputation is because they just tend to be a lot larger. So yes, they have a lot of natural sugar because a banana is usually like equivalent to two servings of fruit because it's larger in size. So if you had a half of a banana and a medium sized apple, they're going to have the same amount of carbohydrates and the same amount of sugar. The reason why bananas have so much sugar is because they're just bigger. So that's the only so but and they're a great source of potassium as well. So they're important. You know, you definitely and it's a natural source of sugar. Um, great. You know, have as a snack within your work, like after a workout. Um, so yeah, so there's They're actually great to cook with too. Like for people that are vegan, it's a binding agent. So mm-hmm. that might people who might not want to use eggs mm-hmm. for something. Um, of course, bananas you, you can't, it's, you can't really have a smoothie without a banana because there's that's what binds everything together. <laughs> it makes it so good. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, no bananas are uh, are plain nice. And what about similar like plantain type things? I know that we all think of plantains as you know fried and yeah. this you know one way or another, but. Theoretically, those could be nice and healthy as well, right? Right. So, but it's all about the cooking method, right? So, if you do fried plantains versus like I've actually baked them before, it tastes much better. Um, but and plantains are very large, so that's the thing too. Yeah, it's more about it comes back to the portion. All right. So the next one I have is um, I guess we'll combine it: milk and dairy. So you know, we, you know, obviously, skim milk has been hugely popular, and a long time ago, I kind of realized what. Like, not a big deal. You know, why am I not just drinking whole milk and it makes it taste better? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, from what I understand, it's it's not unhealthy. So why don't you, uh, maybe if you can explain why it's not as bad as people think it is. Uh, okay. Well, hmm. I feel like that's like two questions because uh-huh. so let me just t- explain how in general consuming milk is a great source of calcium and vitamin D, Right. Um, if you have an intolerance or sensitivity, obviously you don't want to consume it, but milk in general from a cow is going to be an excellent source of calcium. Vitamin D has a good amount of carbohydrates and a good source of protein. And it is very nutritious. The reason why it's been recommended to do like low fat or, or skim is because of that saturated fat that can also carries more calories and potentially what we're, what we have perceived could put someone at risk for developing high cholesterol. More and more studies are coming out. We're really learning that it's more about your overall lifestyle, lack of dietary fiber, um, you know, having full fat milk versus skim milk, not going to be much of a difference. However, it really all comes down, I think, to satiety. So if you have one cup of whole milk and it actually cuts your cravings and you feel full and you're more satisfied with that versus when you have skim milk, you find that like you need, you're, you're still hungry after maybe because it doesn't have the fat, then you might be better off having like a cup of milk in general. They're, they're all relatively nutritious for you. And so there's no reason to exclude it other than if you have like an intolerance or an allergy. And I, I think that uh, dairy in general has come under fire for you know similar reasons that you know that we talked to with, with eggs, hormones, um, 
you know, and then and anything from you know uh, the way that the milk is procured as well, which is once again a completely different story. Yeah. But um, I think that that uh, dairy has has certainly come under a, attack. There's a lot of people that uh, that claim that. Uh, ad- adults shouldn't drink dairy, or that really anyone shouldn't drink dairy. That you know we're the only species that um, that that drinks another animal's milk. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's the that's the idea. It comes under fire. But so what do you uh, do? You have a, a little spiel about that? Um, I would just say that you know these everything we're always learning, we're always growing, and and the reason why milk came out was because it was recognized that people were deficient in things like calcium vitamin d and it was the easiest way to get it so there was a purpose for it at one point we may as we do more research as we go on we might learn that there's no longer a purpose for it um but at the end of the day it's it's not hurting anybody by consuming it unless they're consuming large quantities and they have like i said an intolerance or sensitivity you know but in in general like there's never that's why I, I feel like I might be a little bit redundant, but there's really not one food. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. There's not one food that makes or breaks the diet. It really is the overall diet of what someone's consuming, how much of it, the other factors in their lifestyle. That's really going to be the de- that's really going to determine if something's quote unquote healthy or not. What about the, the thought that dairy causes inflammation? So there's so there are some studies to support that if you have like skin irritation, um, stomach problems, then you might benefit from going out without the dairy a little bit. Um, but then there also might not be a reason to exclude it. Like if you eliminate from your diet and you notice that you nothing changes about maybe your skin or your stomach, then you, there's really no reason to remove it. So, okay, so it's, a, it's definitely a person to person case. OK, great. So the next thing I have uh, red meat. Yeah, so a lot of people will avoid red meat, and it's usually the first step towards healthier eating. They're, they all usually say, you know, I'm only going to eat chicken and fish and turkey. I'm going to stop eating red meat. Well, um, here's the thing. If you're eating like burgers and sausage and bacon and you cut that out and replace it with things like chicken and fish and turkey, then yes, that's a great option. Um, but it's not necessarily the meat that's the like the red meat itself that's actually causing damage to say your arteries or your overall health it's more or less once again cooking methods that's really important quality of the beef so if it's highly processed you know and it's you know the ground beef that's like 83 percent lean that's not really lean that's mostly fat um and that's not going to be beneficial versus like a sirloin steak and you put it on the barbecue you know, that's a great source of iron, a vitamin B12. Um, it's also something different. Like, it's not just chicken or fish. It's something that provides variety Protein on the plate. Well. Obviously, uh, yeah, I guess this is true, I should assume. But yes, obviously a great source of protein. Um, but yeah, and I think we talked about it last time on the other episode about, like, things like turkey bacon and stuff like that. Processed meat in general, it ends up being mostly fat and very little protein versus like a nice piece cut of steak is going to be mostly protein. And if you trim, you can actually trim the visible fat, that white part, that marbling, you cut part of that off, then you're actually going to be able to remove some of the fat. But in ground meats, processed meats, you know, sausage, stuff like that, you can't take that out. It's there, right? It's also, they usually, usually add a ton of salt to it. Um, but when you cook, you can get a fresh pe- like a fresh cut of beef, and you grill it, 
It's totally, totally nutritious. I always thought that was funny when, when people who were trying to become healthier were like, okay, I'm going to cut out red meat as if that was the problem. But the dinner that they might have eaten was a bacon cheeseburger with French fries right. and a Coke right. or something like that. And I'm like thinking, it seems to me out of everything, the meat is probably the least unhealthy out of everything in that meal <laughs> yeah. besides maybe the lettuce that's on the burger right well and then what also people fail to do is they forget that like if you're going to remove and this is what happens too when people go vegetarian like if you're going to remove meat from the plate it's not because meat's bad for you it's because now you have an opportunity to replace it with something nutritious but if you just cut it out and don't add anything healthy back in you're really not changing much you're not really doing much to change your health or the outcomes of your health so if you are someone who is cutting out like beef um then you want to maybe then just, yes, if you're doing like chicken or fish or turkey, those are better leaner cuts. But also don't forget about the vegetables, you know, don't forget about things like adding, like snacking on nuts or whatever it is, like add nutritious sources of food back in if you're going to cut out one whole food, like one whole food item, I guess you could call it. Cool. So now the next thing we have on our list is, okay, uh, pork. Okay, this is a good one. Um, so pork tenderloin is a great, it's very similar. Like, so the white meats we were just talking about are nice and lean. So anything that's um, like the like chicken breast, um, turkey breast, uh, things like tilapia, like fish in general, but, you know, salmon's going to have healthy fat, but it's going to have more fat than, say, like a tilapia or like a shrimp. So those those white meats, something like a pork tenderloin, naturally is going to have um, less fat than the beef. So this might this might sound a little bit um, contra <laughs> uh, contradictive to what I just said, but it is still a healthy alternative because it is a white part of the meat. Um, and once again, it's about cooking methods, baking, grilling, broiling, not frying. That's going to be a better option. Um, but pork f- in bacon form or sausage form, which is wh- how it's mostly eaten, in which not yeah. So in that situation, we probably wouldn't want to have too much. People, when people think pork, you think bacon, you think sausage, you think stuff like that. You don't think pork tenderloin, yeah. or or pork shoulder or right. something that takes that's a lot harder to prepare. And, yeah, right. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, even like a, a pork chop can can be. I guess I think that's anything, right? Pork chop, yeah. Is anything, pork, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, um, I, I remember eating something. Like, this is very very lean yeah how much fat, you know it's not pretty much dry on. like yeah. it's not you know it's not the most tasty <laughs> but it actually i eat por- pork's like pretty standard for me in my diet <laughs> it's a nice lean cut and change it up when i get tired of chicken my only issue with pork is is philosophical now. yeah that's are, that's why i don't really well eat some it. people don't smart. yeah it's a, and also um, i mean like, cute same and smart thing with cows I, mean, I know it's it's totally yeah, arbitrary yeah but it's just you know, that's you know, chickens thing. aren't as cool as cows are pigs you know it's a that's the hard part my friend was trying to convince me when during the time when i was vegetarian he's like have you ever seen a bunch of chickens those are some mean mother effers (laughs) right they will straight up kill each other so i have no problem eating chicken those are some violent cocks right there (laughs) i was like all right all right you know i guess so i'll probably get flamed for that but i didn't say it all right well um how about so now we got frozen vegetables Oh, yeah. People, like, all the time they tell me that they don't like 
they don't eat frozen vegetables because they think they're not good for them. Um, I love frozen vegetables. The only the only problem I have with frozen vegetables is usually the flavor and the texture isn't as good as fresh. But from a nutrition standpoint, sometimes frozen vegetables actually have more nutrition than the stuff that you get on the shelf. Because you think about it, say you get let it um that's a bad example broccoli that comes from california right by the time it gets onto the truck and, and we live in new york so I should preface that <laughs> so you're getting from one side of the country to the other by the time you pick it it gets to you put out by the time you purchase it put it on your counter then prepare it every time it's exposed to that air it's losing some sort of nutrition still very nutritious you still want to eat your vegetables however when you have frozen vegetables, they're picked and fro- they're picked and then frozen right away. So the nutrition quality is at its peak in that situation. Um, so yeah, so frozen vegetables, there's nothing wrong with them. You definitely just want to be mindful of things like sauces and gravies. So if you are getting frozen broccoli, the ingredients should just be broccoli. And aren't a lot of isn't a lot of produce unless it's uh, local and just from the farm, you know, a few miles away, isn't a lot of it frozen anyway? Like uh, produce, like flash frozen, right? Um, I don't know about That's that. That's what I heard. Like a lot of produce, right? If it's going to travel, right? They free, they free, they flash freeze it. I mean, if that so would a make, lot of fresh produce might be frozen anyway. To, it might be. I don't, I don't quote me on that because, but so a lot of people have told me that. <laughs> well, you said it with some authority initially. Now you're, back, <laughs> now you're backing. Well, up. well, okay. So I mean, no, we'll, well, we'll think about it. Like yeah. if, if if broccoli is. Um, Procured know, though, in California, would, or, or I don't your, think so because I think they would change the flavor and of the of the vegetable. Well, I, I know how we can f- we can get some insight into this. A Are Google you going to go to Google mid, because mid Google podcast? is probably you don't not. Want, you don't want to hit pause first at no, least. No, I want to do this live so that people. All right, well, while while he's doing a search, um, how about coffee? Oh, we just talked about coffee. Did, so the reason yeah. why I'm trying, no, I mean, yeah, that's right, like that's before. true. Yeah, we did talk. So about I'm coffee. trying to, I'm trying to decrease my caffeine intake because I've hit a tolerance. But the coffee bean itself is actually very good for you. If you have like um, heartburn, then probably not, because it would just the acid would probably affect, will bother it more. Um, but the coffee beans, there's really high in antioxidants. Um, having a little bit of caffeine, there's actually a lot of benefits to it. We actually have a whole, I think we have a whole podcast about it. Um, so definitely go back and listen to it. I don't know if it's a podcast about caffeine or coffee. Yeah. I can't I remember. Don't know. Forget. But yeah, um, we did. But yeah, so with coffee, it's usually a amount that you're consuming. So for me, I noticed I was having way too much um, and my skin was getting a mess because I also wasn't drinking enough water. Um, so for me, I needed to cut back. I was at a tolerance where I mean, I was having, I was probably having like four or five cups a day, but it wasn't doing anything like nothing. I wasn't getting any sort of, the reason why you drink coffee is usually you get a pick me up. It wasn't happening. So I obviously knew I needed to like to slow down a bit. Um, but in general, it's more about what you put in your coffee. So if you have, a you know, syrup, oh gosh, like the syrups from Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, or you add sugar or like your your coffee's like mostly cream and and milk and very little caffeine like um very little coffee itself then those are things that you really want to pay attention to more so than the actual coffee mm. um so yeah so there's really nothing wrong with it to have it um but you probably if you if you have a lot of anxiety i would say the caffeine you would probably want to avoid mm. um because it probably would just make you feel a little anxious and some people are more sensitive than others mm. like some people they have one cup and they they're like shaking 
Whereas like me, it takes, I don't even, I don't even know why Starbucks does nothing to me anymore. And that's some serious amount of caffeine. (laughs) That's that's part of their, uh, that that was probably part of their um, sales plan. Let's get everyone in the United States addicted to caffeine by serving, you know, coffee that's like extra, extra strong. So now they can only come to us. So we're. Kind of working. Oh, by the way, I, and, and I and all I could find in a very fast search was the the debate of fresh versus frozen. Yeah, I don't so. think things get flat yeah. because so it would change the quality of the food. Because every time you freeze something and then you defrost it and then you refreeze it, you you're putting yourself at risk <laughs> for foodborne illness. So I don't think food companies yeah. would do that. So I, I I think I've heard something similar, but I think you're just it's a different context. Like it's not okay, like okay. yeah. I think I've heard something about things being flash frozen or something, but I don't think it's your standard like. Produce. I, gotcha. think, I think there's something that you read somewhere that you just brought up, well, um, well, well, which is why we be careful when we may. Have been, been, yeah. Uh, well, well about that. What about while well, we're on the subject of frozen? Well, back to the subject. What about like canned? That's exactly right. what I was gonna say. Actually, yeah. So I want to talk about that because it's very similar. Things that like um, if you do like canned green beans, they've been picked and canned, and the canning process actually helps preserve things and keep them fresh, so the nutrition's high there. The only thing with that is they very often will add a preservative or something to keep the shelf life up so in the ingredients should just be green beans um you want to make sure it says like no salt added you want to make sure there's no other words there that you can't pronounce and that's actually really great for especially for people who are on a budget or if you didn't like what i do um Going back to both the frozen and canned vegetables i make sure they're always in my pantry or in my freezer because two things one sometimes i just don't feel like cutting up cooking vegetables and you know it's just easier to just throw in a microwavable bag of cauliflower and just like put it on for five minutes and then i have my vegetables to add to my dinner that's really great and convenient um and then the other part too is like sometimes you buy some produce and it kind of only lasts you for maybe a few days or like maybe you know and now it's thursday or friday and you don't you didn't get a chance to get more from the grocery store so and you can't get a chance to go back so now you at least now you still have vegetables to put on your plate because any sort of vegetable is going to be better than no vegetable sure oh, and about that you can freeze your produce right if yes, you buy it, if you buy like, it oh, I'm, fresh, I'm not gonna eat this you can but I, re- I recommend that if you are gonna buy um your produce and freeze it try to freeze it sooner rather than later because otherwise the quality is probably just not going to be great Cool. All right, and the next one we have is so we have two more. I know you're on a time crunch, so we'll do. We're uh, doing good though. Well, I think if we're almost um, wrapping up, we're good. Yeah. Well, Justin skipped the uh, interesting studies, so I'm like, well, we'll decide. <laughs> well, we had maybe, it was pretty long. Yeah, our yeah intro. maybe we'll do, we it, do, next do that next time. Yeah, that could, think, that, saves, was it, that was saves it, me some research. Was it was so. the um. W- was the study made f- with a, a twelve-person study? No, actually, one that <laughs> that um, you know that that inferred that eating uh, one diet that was high in vegetables and you know and, and lean proteins was healthier than one that was very high in sugar and trans fat. Yes, that was what the study was. No, right? one, one involved six point <laughs> one million people. Okay, and the other one involved like one hundred and thirty people. So. Okay, all right. Um, regardless, the next one is seltzer. Hey, well, at least things. at least I don't throw out random anecdotes from articles I read like six months ago, yeah. <laughs> where you find one small portion you barely remember, <laughs> and then state it as fact. It was like that great moment of uh, <laughs> it was like that great moment in Family Guy where Peter's like, "Oh, I read something." I know I read something, and Brian was like, "You sure it was a book? You sure it wasn't nothing?" <laughs> 
right. So, um, seltzer. Yeah, yeah it's just know, carbonation. This actually just food. reminded me, and I'm actually looking it up right now. Like, I totally... Uh, um, Someone had reached out to me to, to submit what I felt. About. Oh, it's here. Can we put it in the show notes? I'm featured in an article about sure. it. Nice. Okay, I knew that. The gym is becoming more and more spontaneous. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I like will get interviewed for these articles all the time and then never hear back from them. Yeah. And like sometimes I remember to like follow up and be like, hey, did you ever like did that article ever come out? And like sometimes I don't. And I just realized that this. So here it is. She quoted me exactly. And hopefully it's accurate because sometimes I do these and they quote me. I'm like, I actually never said that. So that's <laughs> interesting that you quoted me and it's not what I said. But um, let's see. I'm going to read out loud. So first things first, let's establish what seltzer actually is. A- actually is. Seltzer water is water that's been infused with carbon dioxide under high pressure, which creates the bubbles. Says Tony Marinucci, MSRDN, or blah, 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 blah. In, simil- in simpler terms, seltzer is carbonated water. Therefore, the ingredients should just read carbonated water. If it is a flavored seltzer, then the ingredient should read carbonated water and natural flavor. So there's nothing wrong with seltzer because it really is just water with carbon dioxide. That's it. So it has the bubbles. If you are someone who has a lot of bloating, stomach irritation, um, it may aggravate that more. Other than that, I love seltzer water because sometimes I I don't want to just drink water. In the winter right now, my, my, my hydration tactics are coffee and water, but really they're coffee and seltzer, but I'm getting better. So the seltzer actually helps me stay hydrated more because as you guys know, I'm struggling right now to stay hydrated. Um, yeah. And so I'll send you the link so you can read more. And then it talks about like club soda. Basically, the difference with club soda is it just has a little bit of sodium, but it's so insignificant to what like sodium would be in like other. It's sodium like, something. It's some sort of sodium. It's not just sodium it's sodium they, something and they also well they sometimes they also have other minerals like potassium no. di- like so basically it's safe to consume um it just might give a different sort of taste there's really nothing wrong with it yeah. i just personally prefer um seltzer i, I find uh, this who knows if there's any truth to this i find that actually seltzer stays fi- a little fizzier longer i don't know if there's any for whatever reason, but whenever I buy club soda, whenever I buy seltzer, it seems like the bottle of seltzer, like I can open it twice and it's still fizzy. While club soda, once you open it once, you have to finish the whole thing or else it's, it loses its fizz. I don't know if there's any, any truth to that. That's just what I found. I'm yeah. not sure, but I'm also, I'm reading, I actually never read this article, but um, I'm also reading, some, another dietitian had said that people who are salt sensitive should be mindful of things but to be honest like i don't the sodium content is so insignificant that i wouldn't really be too concerned about it but um i don't know i will post it in the show notes so you guys can read that article cool Cool. all right so uh last we have is and i'm sure this one is very much has in like kind of a context asterisk next to it but uh bread we missed we we missed another one that i know that we we had talked about but let's do the bread one first yeah. Well, it's the type of bread that matters the most, right? So obviously, Wonder Bread is not going to be great, but like whole, like whole grain bread is a great option. Um, you know, um, whole whole wheat bread. There's things that you probably want to look out for, um, like high fructose corn syrup. Um, once again, words you can't pronounce. Honestly, I would recommend bread is a great if you're going to do a whole grain bread. Actually, I would have the either if you're going to make it from scratch. Or buy it frozen because that's going to be a quality like um, a more high quality sort of bread versus the ones that last on on the shelf for a while. 
probably you could probably do a little better they they actually tend to have more sodium and people who are salt sensitive actually that's where they have to look surprisingly within it's how in many their people do you know who make their own bread um, well, I'm a dietitian. I have lots of dietitian friends, so that's kind of a trick question. <laughs> but how many people do you know that make your own bread? Probably um, not many. Th- I actually have a few friends that do it. That, it, it. Very, very few. And when they make bread, it's like a special occasion sort of thing. It's like, oh, let's make let's make our special bread for whatever holiday that we're making it for. Yeah. But very few. Yeah, people I do it for Easter. M- make their own bread on the reg. Yeah. So <laughs> even though it sounds like an awesome idea, but, you know, we're, um, you know, we're not living in, uh, in Roman times anymore <laughs> where like people actually bake their own bread, you know, and harvested their own flour and whatnot. Well, maybe they should instead of making their own cakes and pies. No, it's true. No. Well, it's definitely true. <laughs> um, so uh, Anyways. Uh, uh, as you mentioned those, those frozen breads. So what about like those Ezekiel breads? And all that, you know, all those sprouts. So you still want to check bread. the fiber because they they are healthier in the sense that they're less processed, <laughs> um, but they may not necessarily have like that three to four grams of fiber per slice that I usually recommend for but they people. They make them look so healthy. I know. <laughs> you have to always read. Don't just go by the labels or the package. Don't just go by the package. Read the nutrition facts label. Oh, and what about some of the gluten free breads? That's a great question. So that I feel like we may have. Did we talk about that on the other one with the health halo? Because being gluten free, I, I actually have a high gluten sensitivity. People who follow the gluten free diet who um, either have celiac disease or a high gluten sensitivity, then they need a gluten free bread product so that they don't experience gastrointestinal systems like um, symptoms like bloating or or even like infl- uh, puffy face or inflammation or skin issues and stuff like that. Um, however, unfortunately, um, gluten-free bread is highly processed because basically they're removing gluten, which removes the, the the fluffiness of what bread is. So they have to replace it with something else to still make it fluffy and dense. And they usually add a lot of fat or a lot of salt or, or sugar or hydrogenated oils. And so it actually is not a great alternative if you're so if you are someone who is eating gluten-free because you just think it's healthier, but you don't actually have a gluten sensitivity or intolerance. Um, then I would recommend not doing that and also be, you know, notice that it's still a processed food and we want to always choose whole foods, whether we're uh, gluten free or not gluten free. All right. So the last one is the, that I'm, you know, I'm interested in uh, is uh, white rice and things like that. Yeah, or like I think a lot of people will say I'm not eating anything white. I hear that a lot too, like when they first starting to eat healthy. Honestly, I did that when I was, um, I think it was like a freshman in college or even before college. Like when I, before I like really was learning about nutrition, I just knew that I wanted to like live healthier. And I would say, I was like, I'm cutting out all white foods. And so with that would be white rice and even um, potatoes and white bread and white pasta and all that. And I would only do whole grains. Um, But, you know, what, from what I've learned and then also just, you know, the truth behind things is that that's not necessarily true so something like white rice has its purpose and it's still once again not processed and a lot of things in it it's just rice um if you're in like a bulking season or a strength phase and you're trying to build muscle or gain weight then white rice is a really easy way to do that especially if you're trying to hit get you're not eating enough carbohydrates you want to get your carbs up uh it's great post-workout because there's no fiber so because there's no fiber it's more easily absorbed and it's not going to make you feel full um if you're somebody who's trying to lose weight then brown rice might be a better alternative 
Um, but in general, really, it really, really, guys, it's like all about portion size and it's all about like balance on your plate. So yeah, if you have a whole plate of white rice, very little vegetables and very little protein, that's not going to be a great alternative. But rice is, is fine to consume. You just have to be mindful of how much you have of it. You know, and as usual, you get the people that will cut out white rice, but then we'll, you know, we'll eat cake. Right, so. which doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> I always found that funny. Yeah, yeah, because they're like trying to decrease their carbs, and then but then what happens is if you deprive your body of carbohydrates completely, then yeah, you're gonna those cravings for sugar and sweets are gonna come out a lot more, and so it's gonna be a lot harder to resist things like cake. Cool. So is that it? I think that's it. All right. I think so um, for now. Can you guys right. think of any? Well, I got two interesting studies. No. No. We'll do it next I got to catch a train. You're, pu- you're pushing these studies on us. Yeah. No, I'm not pushing these studies. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. No, no, I believe you. I believe they're, you. They're useful stuff. No, uh, I know. I know. Anyway. Uh, but no, they're, they're, I'll be sure to uh, edit them out next week. Yeah, sure. And then I, I can always just post it myself. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, so you lose either way. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, the, I guess the listeners lose either. Well, it depends. If they want the studies, they don't lose. They do want don't want studies, and they. What lose. if the so listeners were part of the studies? Might be interesting to have them on. Tell us <laughs> what the experience was like. So anyway, with that, uh, if you have any feedback, um, don't send feedback after this episode. Well, at least the first part and the most recent part. Uh, but we, you know, I think we did a good job, or Tony did a good job with the food. You know what would be um, interesting? Can I send you, you know, like quiz that I have? Are you a healthy eater? Yeah. I feel like base. If you listen to both episodes, and you list take that quiz, I'm curious if you, if like, if someone would come out as a healthier eater or not. Cool. Yeah. So do that. Yeah, so let me send you that. Yeah, link. Yeah. So we'll post that. Are you yeah. the Are you a healthy eater? Um, and uh, maybe I'll do on the on the app. I'll post a picture of my my slit hand. Ew. So if you want to if you want to look at a gross picture no. instead of me forcing it on people on Instagram, it'll be on the app. So you just have to go into the app in the bonus content for this episode, and you will find my sliced hand. Um, nice. As usual, all of our stuff is on thegymwits.com. Uh, if you haven't rate us, uh, review us, please. We 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 need all the support and and uh, feedback we can get uh, that helps us with the iTunes algorithms and gets us ranking up there. So uh, please help us out. All right, uh, that's it. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, aka Chef Sonic, reminding you that truth does not sell. And I'm Tony Marinucci, aka Tipsy Tony, a registered dietitian, helping you get healthy one bite at a time. And we are the, the gym, gym list. list.